0: Okay, everybody, you've just tuned in to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26 Shirts.com/slash Pittsburgh. And this is episode six of our pre-draft positional profiles as we uh, get you prepared for the Steelers and uh, the draft coming up in, in about nine days from when I'm recording this. And uh, this episode will focus on the defensive linemen in this draft and where may the Steelers strike. For one of these young men, if they do it all, that's uh, of course a big part of that. But um, to to discuss it is, of course, our uh, SCB draft guru Chris, who uh, joins us from Sin City. Chris, how are things going for you tonight? Everything's going well. Everything's going well. Awesome. And uh, now, do you do you have a Duncan, or because it's your brother's birthday, you have something with a little more kick?
1: uh we are celebrating his birthday tomorrow, but uh, um, oh, i have an ice- icelandic water uh an icelandic water right yeah uh, heard some good things
0: yeah my uh my son was in iceland last summer and and he he spoke very highly of the water there um actually he really didn't say much about the water but uh I'm sure it's good uh in any case we'll uh we'll focus on the defensive linemen in this draft. Uh, Chris, who, who are the guys you got going and, and, and real, real quick, before I send it to you, I do want to say we'll take Rashawn Gary from Michigan. And, and I think we're going to talk about him when we talk about the edge rushers because when, when, if he's taken by the Steelers, um, which we don't necessarily believe will happen. But if that were to happen, we believe it would be as an edge uh, rusher, not not as a defensive lineman. So we're going to talk more about him when we do the edge rusher. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So, Chris, um, uh, Sands, Gary, uh, who, who are some guys that that you're looking at here uh, at the top of the defensive line rankings?
1: Sure. Um, Clinton Williams has to be the, the top guy there. He can play uh, anywhere in any scheme, uh, very versatile guy, a lot of power, a lot of effort, uh, high motor. Um, he's got some pass rush moves that you wouldn't think uh, he would have. Gets in the backfield almost every play. Uh, just a, a really dominant guy. Uh, a Top three talent in this class, um, arguably number one. Um, looking at the next guy up is uh, Ed Oliver, a guy who uh, a lot of people are really um, confused on. Maybe not confused is the wrong word, but uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different takes on him in terms of where he'll play, um, I've heard linebacker from some folks. I've huh. heard um, interior defensive line. I've heard edge rusher. I've heard a ton of things. Uh, to me, he's a penetrating th- um, three tech in a four three. Um, if taken by the Steelers, I think he can be um, somewhere around. He, he's a he's a um, Hargrave on steroids, if you will. <laughs> um, That's good. Which yeah. which we don't really need, but you know, if he mm-hmm. were to fall, it's a different story. Um, going on the next guy, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, he tore his ACL, uh, tough yeah. times for him, but, um, a top 15, top 12 talent in this class. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if he goes in the first round. I think he should, um, depending, depending on if, if a team wants to wait and see how his, um, Rehab goes and mm-hmm. can take the take the time. It's rough. It's rough because he is a first rounder, but uh, he is definitely talented enough to to be uh, considered in the first round. Um, then you got to go over to Christian Wilkins, a uh, guy who uh, Ben really likes. Um, I, I think that he's a uh, another guy who can be better in the four three, but he could play um, five tech in our system. Uh, mm-hmm. Then you got Jerry Tillery, who can play the five tech or a penetrating three tech. Um, he's from Notre Dame. He's getting a lot of uh, hype right now as a, f- a potential first rounder um, guy like next um, who isn't ranked in uh, Eli's top 10 is Dylan Mack. He's a guy at Texas A&M. Um, I think he can really, really help um, in terms of goal line situation, mm-hmm. short uh, short yardage situations. I think that we really lack that um, LT Walton, um alu um a color is really um that's not their area of expertise uh i think that dylan Mac can really help in that area and it's an area where we've um not performed very well yeah
0: yeah and he's a load too he's 6'1 336 yes uh, and he's uh, athletic
1: is, <laughs> for that size
0: yeah uh that is, that is a large individual um you know, just, I mean, I like this defensive line draft. I mean, if we were in the market for, for one as a need pick, I mean, I, I think we would have our, our pick of, of guys that could possibly come in and help. Uh, Chris, if you would uh, differentiate between uh, the three-tech and the five-tech. I, I know sometimes the listeners don't always get some of the football verbiage. Um, what, what are the differences there?
1: Sure. the The five-tech is usually... Um, going against the offensive tackles, um, and, and sometimes if you are Cameron Hayward, you're getting double teamed by the guard, but um, your responsibility is outside contained against the run, and also um, mm-hmm. inside, uh, when the the run is going inside, of course. The penetrating three tech um, is pretty much what Hargrave is, and what he's supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. Casey Hampton was a zero tech, and when we talk about techs, we're talking about the points on where they're aligned in responsibilities. Um, ha- right. Hampton was a true nose um, nose guard, as they used to call him. Uh, he was a zero tech, so he lined up directly over the center. Um, a three tech lo- um, aligns uh, in between the guard and the center, center, uh, which is pretty much where Hargrave uh, aligns, and uh, he's very good at splitting those two um, on his way to the backfield. Um, so um, for five techs, you want guys who, are, who have some length, because you, they have, mm-hmm. they have to have the outside contain. Um, and the inside, they have to have a really um, good burst off the line of scrimmage, have some power, um, and can also control the line of scrimmage and the point of attack. So um, if they need to move an offensive lineman, if they need to be able to control where they go in, the offensive lineman in front of them goes, um, which I think Hargrave is, uh, is excellent at. He's only going to get better. Um, yeah. He's had he had the same same exact sack, sack numbers as Bud Dupree in like 300 or something less snaps. Um, he's on his <laughs> way up in terms of defensive uh, interior defensive linemen. but that, that's the difference um, on those okay. guys. Um, yeah, this class,
0: yeah, it, I think it's important do, to yeah cover that.
1: Sure, and you know what we need right now is someone like Mac, I think, who can play uh the three tech, he can be a nose tackle if need be. He uh, he mm-hmm. can play the five, he can play really anywhere. I think that that's important because uh is up there in age. You have McCullers who is just kind of like hanging by a thread. LT Wall's yeah. not in the mix anymore. Um we really need a guy who can sub in for Tuit and Hargrave if need be and also yeah. um Hargrave if need be and especially in like I said before, goal line or shirt right situations where uh, we really need to improve on. Um, Dylan Mack, I, I really like him. I really do.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, you've got Stefan Tuit sitting there at $12 million a year, and I I think most of us would probably say he is not quite living up to that. Um, now, that does not mean that a defensive lineman drafted comes in and, and knocks out of out of a starting role. I'm not suggesting that at all. But you do have to consider that if a guy is able to perform consistently better, then you get him on the field um, in one way, shape, or form. But um, you know, some of these guys—you met Jerry Tillery he, he, from Notre Dame. He just—he just looks like a Steelers-type defensive lineman when you watch him. Um, and and you know, I did I did several profiles on Clemson players, and you know, you mentioned Christian uh, Wilkins, man. You want to talk about a guy that that, that just pops out at you on film, um, and that's pretty rare for a defensive lineman. When you're watching, you know, uh, linebackers and, and defensive backs, but but he really did. He 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 pops out right away. Um, but but I, I'm with you. Going back to something you said earlier, I think I think Jeffrey Simmons out of Mississippi State is going to be really really intriguing. Who is that team that's going to pull the trigger on him? He, you're right. He would have probably been top 15, top 20 pick. He blows out the ACL. Um, you know, twenty years, thirty years ago, that would have been just utterly devastating. But uh, uh, now, with with the way things are and the rehabs being so much quicker, you know, who's going to pull the trigger on him? Will it be in the first round? Is somebody going to wait till the second? You know, I I really don't know. But I I would love to see the Steelers load up um, that defensive line and and add some depth there. And um, you know, again, I'm not suggesting that that comes in the first. Uh, or second rounds but I I think you know like like you're saying you know Dylan Mack kid out of uh, Texas a I mean if he's sitting there in those middle eight rounds he does he seems like a Steelers type player um, you know so I I yeah I'm kind of running out of guys to to look at here who who have the Steelers had in for visits Chris uh, as far as defensive linemen
1: uh no one actually the the closest yeah. guy is charles um amenohue and i i think he's an edge rusher so an edge rusher um in our scheme um as a, as a four three i think he's an edge rusher in any scheme but um as a defensive lineman in a four three he would be um the defensive end we, we have not texas. had any yes he's a kid from yeah. texas i yep. think we'll talk about him in the edge rusher class but we haven't had any in i, I really think that uh when it comes down to it, it's going to be – if we are going to take one, it's going to be uh, day three at some point, and they would be mm-hmm. a, a guy who um, whose value just uh, is too good to pass up, and, and he can fit in and really help us out.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, again, we're, we're making our way through all these positions. And, um, you know, obviously the, the Steelers are going to have a much more significant focus on some of these positions than they will others. Um, and you know we'll start getting into those those positions uh, as we as we are now on the defensive side of the ball here. Um, but um, uh, Chris, I, I don't have anything else to add. I, I think Quinn and Williams, like you said, top guy. I think he. I'll be I'll be surprised if he's not taken in the top three picks. Um, Ed Oliver, I think, is an absolute wild card. I think he's you know uber athletic and super talented. Um, but you know, where, where exactly, uh, the, does he come in this draft and, um, you know, and, and several other guys. So I, I, I'm, I'm good on the defensive lineman if you are. Yeah, definitely. I think the, if we're, if we're going to pick one, it's
1: going to be on day three. Uh, need is not high right now. Right. And, um, honestly, in my opinion, the focus should be goal line and short, short guard situations where we want uh, an extra line, defensive lineman out there to help, uh, plug the hole. So. um that's all I got right now, um yeah for me
0: yeah no it, it's uh it's a pretty straightforward position right now and and there's no need to belabor the point any further but uh thanks for tuning in and and again, these are uh our mini podcasts as we uh prep for the draft and and we will definitely resume our normal length podcasts uh especially once the draft is is complete and everything else but um next up we'll We'll shift to those, uh, edge, uh, rushers and, and linebackers and, um, and then wrap up the defense with cornerbacks and safeties. And, uh, for now though, this is, uh, Steel Dead signing off for Chris. And, and again, please make sure you visit our tremendous podcast sponsor, 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. Have a great night, everybody.